For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. I will arise and go forth to the house of my father. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. House of my young. Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject the blood covenant this is part 10 of the series so remember that once the ceremony of completing the blood covenant is done later there's going to be a test of faithfulness our lives in the decisions that we make in living our lives become a test of faithfulness in our service unto yeshua and if we are faithful in our service unto him we will inherit greater eternal rewards But if we are slothful and unfaithful in our service to Yeshua and his kingdom as we live our lives and get caught up with the things of this world, we will lose eternal rewards. So let's look at some things to see how this is so. So after we've been saved by grace through faith, inheritance in Yeshua's kingdom is rewards that we receive in our service to him after being saved. So our faithfulness to Yeshua will be tried. Yeshua explained that a faithful steward will receive a reward or inheritance. Luke chapter 12 verse 42 it is written, And the Lord said, Who then is that faithful and wise steward, whom his Lord shall make ruler over his household? So continuing in Luke chapter 12 verses 43 and 44 it is written, Blessed is that servant whom his Lord when he comes shall find him doing. Of a truth I say unto you that he will make him ruler over all that he has. But the unfaithful steward will lose rewards or inheritance. Luke chapter 12 verse 45 it is written. But and if that servant says in his heart, My Lord delays his coming and shall begin to beat the men servants and maidens and to eat and drink and to be drunken. The Lord of that servant will come in a day when he looks not for him and will appoint him his portion with the unbelievers. And that servant, which knew his Lord's will, and didn't do it, he will be beaten with many stripes. A servant of Yeshua is to be a bondservant unto him. Romans chapter 1 verse 1. Paul writes, Paul, a servant of Yeshua Messiah. And this word servant is the Strong's number 1401 in the Strong's Greek Dictionary. And it means a bondman. And the Strong's explanation is that a bondman or a bondservant is a person who's devoted to another person to the disregard of one's own interests or doing what you want to do. A servant of Yeshua is commanded to be faithful. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2, it is written, Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. And so once you're saved by grace through faith, 
to be a faithful blood covenant partner unto Yeshua, you are to live your life making Yeshua Lord of your life, which means you make him king of your life. And you live your life and submit your will to do his will. And as a result, a servant of Yeshua will seek first living his life for the service of Yeshua's kingdom. Matthew chapter 6, verse 31 and 33, it is written, Therefore take no thought, saying, What shall we eat? What shall we drink? Or wherewithal shall we be clothed? But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. In Yeshua's kingdom, we are ambassadors of the kingdom of God while we're living our lives on this earth. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 20, it is written, Now then, we are ambassadors for Messiah, and we are laborers of Yeshua in his kingdom, and we are laborers in service for his kingdom, for the fruit of his kingdom. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 9, it is written, But we are laborers together with God. You are God's husbandry, and you are God's building. So in being saved by grace through faith, we are in covenant partnership with Yeshua, and in this partnership, which is the blood covenant of the new covenant, we are to dedicate our lives to the kingdom of God and for the glory of his kingdom. Romans chapter 12 verse 1, it is written, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies, that means the way you live your life, to be a living sacrifice. So if you're a living sacrifice, you've put your body or you've put your life upon the altar. And live a life holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. So a servant of Yeshua will make following him and his kingdom his primary goal in his life. Luke chapter 14 verse 33 it is written, So likewise, whosoever he be of you, that forsakes not all that he has, he cannot be my disciple, or my blood covenant partner in faithfulness. Matthew chapter 10 verses 37 and 38. He that loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he that loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And he that takes not his cross and follows after me is not worthy of me. In other words, if you put the cares of this world above faithful service to the kingdom of God, you're failing the test of faithfulness as a blood covenant partner of Yeshua. That is because our purpose in life is to be the same as Yeshua's purpose in his life when he came and lived in the earth at his first coming, and that is to do the will of his Father. In 1 John chapter 2, verse 17, it is written, And the world passes away in the lust thereof, but he that does the will of God abides forever. So serving Yeshua and his kingdom and being faithful to him is to be our goal in life. So Paul expressed this heart attitude in living his life in Philippians chapter 3 verse 8 as it is written. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Messiah Yeshua my Lord, that I might win Messiah. Paul continues in Philippians chapter 3 verse 14. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Messiah Yeshua. So, when Paul is making a reference to he's pressing toward the prize of the high calling of God in Messiah Yeshua, he's not talking about striving to get saved. He's talking about being faithful in his service to Yeshua and his kingdom as he lives his life. It is the will of Yeshua that his people do the will of his Father. In Matthew chapter 12, verses 49 and 50, it is written, And he stretched forth his hand toward his disciples and said, Behold, my mother 
and my brethren. For whosoever will do the will of my Father, which is in heaven, the same is my brother and sister and mother. And so the will of the Father is to be done on the earth. So Yeshua created this world, as we're told in John chapter 1, verse 3 and verse 10, so that the will of the Father can be done on the earth. Matthew chapter 6, verses 9 and 10, it is written, After this manner therefore pray, Our Father, which is in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And so in doing the will of God in our lives, in service to him and his kingdom, in doing so, the purpose of life is to keep Yeshua's Torah, that is to follow his statutes, his divine decrees, and his judgments, how we treat other people, by the help of the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. So Ecclesiastes chapter 12 verse 13 it is written, Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of man. So Yeshua said that the way we show love to him, meaning being a faithful blood covenant partner, is by keeping his commandments. In John chapter 14 verse 15 Yeshua said, If you love me, keep my commandments. So, when Yeshua said the words, love me and keep my commandments, he was making a reference to when he gave the Torah at Mount Sinai, for he spoke those words there. So, in Exodus chapter 20, verse 2 and verse 6, it is written, I am the Lord your God, which brought you out of the land of Egypt, and I show mercy unto thousands of them that love me and keep my commandments. So, Yeshua taught that one who seeks to follow after him to be a servant and be his disciple, strives to live their lives in the same way as their master or their teacher. Matthew chapter 10 verses 24 and 25 it is written, The disciple is not above his master, nor the servant above his lord. It is enough for the disciple that he be as his master, and the servant as his lord. So a servant of Yeshua, meaning a bond servant of Yeshua, one that gives up doing his will to do the will of Yeshua, in your life and service to him and his kingdom, strives to be like his teacher. This is the principle that Paul was explaining in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1, as it is written. Be followers of me, even as I follow the Messiah. So Paul is living his life as a bondservant unto Yeshua. And so he says, follow me the way that I'm living my life unto Yeshua, which means to be a bondservant of Yeshua. So following Yeshua's Torah by the Holy Spirit will produce the fruit of the Spirit. And Paul outlines the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, as it is written. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. And then he goes on to say in Galatians chapter 5, verse 24, They that are Messiahs doesn't live after the world, the world's system, and the world's ways. And they that are Messiahs don't follow after the lust of the flesh because they've crucified the flesh. So the will of God is that we're not conformed or we don't live our lives according to, nor do we think like the world in its values and its ways. Romans chapter 12 verse 2 it is written, And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. So a friend of the world, one that wants to be like the world, live like the world, is an enemy of God. In other words, it's contrary to being a bondservant of Yeshua and keeping his statutes and judgments and seeking to do his will for the purpose of giving him glory and to bear fruit for his kingdom. 
So in James chapter 4, verse 4, at the end of the verse, it is written, Know ye not that friendship of the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. So it is the will of God that we be saved by grace through faith, that is justified in Yeshua through his shed blood, but then in living our life in service to him, that we be sanctified. That means to be holy and set apart unto him in his kingdom. In First Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 3 and 4, it is written, For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that you should abstain from fornication, that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor. So ultimately, in living our lives unto Yeshua, in service unto his kingdom, we do it for the purpose of seeking to give him glory. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 31, it is written, Whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all for the glory of God, and in doing so, bear fruit for him and his kingdom. So when we're faithful in our service to him after we're saved by grace through faith, we have laid up for us in Yeshua an incorruptible inheritance. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 4, it is written, To an inheritance incorruptible, undefiled, and fades not away. In other words, it's eternal, reserved in heaven for you. And a bondservant of Yeshua, one that seeks to do his will in service to his kingdom, will live their lives to lay up treasures in heaven. Matthew chapter 6, verse 19, it is written, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust do corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. Continuing on in Matthew chapter 6, verses 20 and 21, But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, that is, eternal rewards, where neither moth nor rust does corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, that is, being faithful to Yeshua to do his will, to bear fruit for his kingdom, to give glory to his name, if your heart is to be in covenant relationship with Yeshua and to be faithful to him, if that's your treasure, that is where your heart will be also. In what's in your heart, you will seek to do. In 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 18 and 19, it is written, That they do good, that they be rich in good works, that is, service unto Yeshua and his kingdom, ready to distribute, willing to communicate, laying up and store for themselves a good foundation against the time to come, that they may lay hold on eternal life, or in this context, eternal reward and inheritance in service to Yeshua and his kingdom. And so, as Yeshua's blood covenant partner, even as he laid down his life to do the will of his Father, we are to lay down our lives for the brethren. In 1 John chapter 3, verse 16, it is written, Hereby perceive we the love of God, because he laid down his life for us, we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. So in Yeshua, we are to walk in good works which is to be faithful in service to him and his kingdom. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, it is written, For we are his workmanship, created in Messiah Yeshua, unto good works, or to be of service to his kingdom, which includes keeping his statutes, his divine decrees, and his judgments, treat other people the proper way, which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. The bride of Yeshua will walk in righteous deeds. She will be faithful to him, to the service of his kingdom, and she will love him and keep his commandments. In Revelation chapter 19, verses 7 and 8, it is written, Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his wife has made herself ready. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. 
and after being saved by grace through faith, her righteousness is her faithful service unto Yeshua and his kingdom. So we must all appear before the judgment seat of Yeshua to give account of our lives and the decisions that we make in our lives. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10, it is written, For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Messiah, that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that he has done, whether it be good or bad. Yeshua will give us eternal rewards for being a faithful servant to him and his kingdom, and being his blood covenant partner. Psalm chapter 62, verse 12, it is written, Also unto you, O Lord, belongs mercy, for you render to every man according to all his work or his service. Matthew chapter 16, verse 27, it is written, For the Son of Man shall come in the glory, and he shall reward every man according to his works or his service unto the kingdom. So we can see how Yeshua will give us reward for being a faithful servant of his kingdom. In Revelation chapter 22, verses 12 and 13, as it is written, And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me, to give every man according as his work or his service shall be, that is, according to his faithfulness to the kingdom. I am Alpha and Omega, first and last letters of the Greek alphabet, which corresponds to Aleph and Tav in the Hebrew alphabet, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. So, in God the Father's covenant relationship with Yeshua, the Father designated Yeshua to be the heir, that means to rule and reign over, his kingdom on behalf of him. In John chapter 3, verse 35, it is written, The Father loves the Son and has given all things into his hand. Then in Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 and 2, God has in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir of all things. So a son is an heir of his father. Matthew chapter 21 verse 38 it is written. But when the husbandmen saw the son, they said among themselves, This is the heir, meaning of his father. Galatians chapter 4 verse 7 it is written. And if a son, then an heir of God. So when Yeshua passes the test of faithfulness in service to his father, and how does he show himself faithful? By doing the will of his father and by coming to this earth in being willing to lay down his life and die and shed his blood so that we can be reconciled to the Father and have eternal life in his kingdom, this is how Yeshua, according to his faithful service, is going to inherit all things designated by his Father unto him. Likewise, when we, through the blood covenant of the new covenant, are faithful in our service to Yeshua and his kingdom and overcome the trials and the temptations of this world, we will inherit all things, and he will speak the words to us, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. And we will be regarded as a faithful son in his kingdom. In Revelation chapter 21, verse 7, it is written, He that overcomes shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. So those who seek first the kingdom of God, seeks to do the will of God, seeks to be a faithful servant in his kingdom, bears fruit for his kingdom, gives glory to the Father, will rule and reign forever with Yeshua and his kingdom as his bride. This is what Yeshua was explaining to his disciples in Matthew chapter 19, verses 27 and 28, as it is written. Then answered Peter and said unto him, Behold, we have forsaken all and followed you. What shall we have therefore? What's going to be our reward? And Yeshua said unto them, Verily I say unto you, that you which have followed me in the regeneration when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory, you shall sit upon twelve thrones judging the twelve tribes of Israel. 
So one who is saved by grace through faith and is faithful in their service to Yeshua and his kingdom and is an overcomer of the trials and tribulations of life will rule and reign with Yeshua. In Revelation chapter 3 verse 21 it is written, To him that overcomes will I grant to sit with me in my throne even as I also overcame and am set down with my father in his throne. So ultimately the faithful bride of Yeshua in being in a blood covenant, new covenant relationship with him, will rule and reign with Yeshua in being a part of his government and will live with him forever in the new Jerusalem. May we all be found faithful. So now let's summarize what we've covered in this last part of the teaching regarding the blood covenant of the new covenant. Number one, the blood covenant at Mount Sinai was broken. As a result, Yeshua renewed that covenant. Number two, the renewed covenant is the Torah written upon our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Number three, Yeshua is the representative of the renewed covenant and confirms the promises that were made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Number four, in the new covenant, we are saved by grace through faith. After we're saved by grace through faith, we are to follow the Torah of Yeshua by the Holy Spirit to show our love unto him. Number five, the name of the new covenant family of Yeshua is the redeemed house of Jacob. Number six, in the new covenant, we are given the indwelling Holy Spirit. In addition, we are given a variety of gifts from the Holy Spirit to help us in our service unto the kingdom of the God of Israel. Number seven, in the new covenant, we can use the power and authority of the name of Yeshua to heal the sick and cast out demons. Number eight, in the new covenant, we are to keep the statutes, that is the divine decrees, and the judgments, that is how we treat other people of the Torah, which is called the righteousness of the Torah. And we do so with the help of the Holy Spirit. In doing so, and in being faithful servants of his kingdom, we are then regarded as the sons of God. Number nine, in the new covenant, Yeshua is the blood sacrifice. He made the walk of blood and being beaten prior to and through dying on the tree. Number 10, the sign of the new covenant is a circumcised heart, as well as the work of the Holy Spirit dwelling in us to produce the fruit of the Spirit. Number 11, in the new covenant, we are promised a resurrected body and being able to spend eternity with Yeshua as his bride in the new Jerusalem. And finally, number 12, our faithfulness and service to Yeshua will determine our level of rewards or our inheritance in his kingdom. Well, that's going to conclude our teaching on the blood covenant. I pray that from this teaching, you have now seen how covenant, and specifically the blood covenant, is a thread that runs throughout the entire Bible. And in order to fully understand our Bible, we need to understand covenant in general, and the blood covenant in particular, and the various component parts of a blood covenant. Because as we have seen from the foundation of the world, the Father is in covenant with Yeshua, and he's chosen us to be a part of that covenant relationship in and by and through the redemptive work of Yeshua the Messiah. So may we all be found worthy and faithful, and may we all experience the joy of living forever with Yeshua as his bride, ruling and reigning forever with him in the new Jerusalem. Well, that's going to conclude part 10 of the series on the subject, the blood covenant. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen.
Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and... Please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.